This is the Mike Force Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another Mike Force Podcast, episode 10 of The Bad Batch, The Retrieval. Today was all about the retrieval of the Bad Batch's starship called the Marauder. And in episode 9, The Crossing, it was stolen by a thief, an unknown thief, who we come to find out in this episode goes by the name of Benny, a child who works for a mining operation leader named Mako. And he's a very shady character. We come to find out that he's kind of ripping these these uh, kids off. And yeah, so the Bad Batch end up into this whole fiasco situation that Mako did not want discovered. And you could tell that from the beginning because when Benny takes the ship in as a prize to Mako, because he wants to gain his favor, he wants to gain more reward from Mako, because whoever earns the most gets food, rations. He, Benny, has not won. It's always this character named Drake, who is part of Mako's, like, group, his clique, his inner circle. So, basically, Benny decides to help out the Bad Batch. Well, not by choice. They find Benny because they track Gonky. And Gonky has a, basically kind of like a locator, like a GPS built into him. And Omega finds Gonky. They take the speeder bike that they powered up and restored from the ghost town they were at and take it all the way to this outpost, this kind of like this little setup they have going on at this mining operation. And they find Gonky. They find Benny. And Benny is basically leading them through all these kind of hidden hidden ways to get around. They, go, they end up going into kind of like a smokestack structure into the central operation. And kind of like the main area, the main hideout. And yeah, they end up getting in. They get to their ship, the Marauder. They find out the hyperdrive and many of its parts have been taken off. Basically because Mako wanted to scrap it for parts and sell off the parts as to not draw so much attention to himself for whoever's ship this was that Benny stole. Now the Bad Batch are here. They see their ship. They're putting it back together. Benny and Omega are sent to base because Omega can blend in better with the kids that are in this mining operation. She can blend in better and go up to the central tower, central control tower, to disable the ray shields so that once the Marauder gets fixed, the Bad Batch is going to be able to fly away and basically just leave the planet without any problems. But all in all, this is a Star Wars story. So we are we know that there's bound to be some kind of mischief, some kind of conflict going on. Which this does end up happening when Omega and Benny are in the central control tower. And then Benny taps a button on the console. Basically, we see that it notified Mako and his security droids of the thieves. Well, he calls them the thieves. Trying to take the Bad Batch, trying to take back their own ship. And Benny basically just betrays the Bad Batch and Omega. And Omega and Benny are kind of forming this bond along the way before Benny goes and does this. And he's like, I can't leave this place. Omega's basically telling him that there's so much more galaxy out there. Like, he can leave this place. Why does he listen to Mako? And Benny is just blindly following the Mako and feels like this is his home. And Omega can really, you can see it in her face. Her emotions shift. And the animation is just great. Her emotions shift when she can relate to her home, Camino. But she and I thought she was going to mention Camino. She ends up mentioning the Marauder, which that does make 
plenty of sense that her home got stolen from Benny, but she explains it in a way that she understands him. And I think that kind of gets through to him to a point where it's too late. Mako's already been alerted of the Bad Batch's presence. And they arrive to the Central Command Tower. They take away Omega. Benny says, sorry, I had to. Trying to impress Mako. Trying to earn his share. Gain favor of his leader. And yeah, eventually that comes to Hunter, Wrecker, and Tech fixing up the ship. And two of Mako's workers go up on the Bad Batch, and they see them, and they basically, you know, Wrecker kind of had a funny line like, Mako sent us to work on this, yada, yada, yada. And they don't buy it, so they take off. Hunter chases after him. He loses the spies, or he loses the, basically the people that were, that caught them trying to fix the ship and take it back. This all leads to a conflict on a, on kind of like a catwalk over this molten lava pit. And I'm guessing this is where all the the main mining operation is taking place. And yeah, so there's Mako, his security droids, a security droid on a higher catwalk with Omega threatening to drop her into this pit of molten magma. And then the Bad Batch, Wrecker and Tech are on the same catwalk as Mako, his security droids, and Mako's crew, the, the kids, the workers. And Hunter at this time, is on a lower catwalk. So they're all at different stages. It's kind of interesting. It's kind of kind of a unique scene. They're all at different stages. The camera, or the TV is basically showing all these different angles. And it makes for quite the interesting and climactic scene. You don't know what's, what they're going to do, how they're going to resolve this situation, because they are inside an Ipsium mine, and they, they state many times throughout this episode and the episode 9, that one stray blaster bolt can set the whole Ipsium mine ablaze, and they'd all be goners, basically. Omega and Benny were in the central control tower. Omega showed Benny that because Benny told her that Mako said the Ipsium was degrading in value. And Omega states she sees in the records in Mako's profit share files that Ipsium is not degraded in value. He's just taking more and more of the profits and not sharing it, not distributing it evenly among his workers. Eventually that leads to Mako taking Omega and this that whole conflict situation on the catwalks. So tensions are high. Benny starts to feel guilt of what he did turning in Omega and the Bad Batch. And he runs out with the data pad and basically shows Mako's right-hand man, Drake, kind of the leader of the kids group, the workers group, what Mako has been hiding, that he hasn't been sharing the profits. It did feel a little quick as to how quickly they turned, how quickly that everything kind of happened, but I do understand the time limits with these episodes. I do, I did appreciate the, just kind of like the revelation and how the kids all united against Mako and all it took was Omega's revelation to them. And then Benny deciding to do the right thing. So I think they didn't really even have a sense of what was going on at the time, as in the workers. And then all it took was someone like Omega to show them what was going on. And yeah, they decided to take action. And they decided, you know, this is what is right for us. Not just for the one Mako, 
but for us as the workers who are working hard and doing this and making it happen, not just for him, but for us. And this ends up leading to higher tensions. Mako says to his security droid who's holding Omega to drop her. And then Omega does kind of a clever thing. She like hangs on to the security droid. Hunter at this time sends a grappling hook Omega's way onto the, onto the railing of the catwalk that Omega is on. And then you know that Hunter and Omega kind of instinctually know each other's intentions. Kind of cool how it cuts to each of them, their faces, their reactions, their actions. Basically, Omega leaps off with the security droid, falling down into the magma pit. But as she's falling, the security droid falls all the way. He's gone. But then Hunter saves Omega. At that time, Wrecker and Tech shoot the two security droids by Mako because those Mako and the security droids at this point are trying to fight the Bad Batch and his old crew, his old group of kids that he was having do his bidding. And then Mako's not in a good situation at this point, so his two security droids get taken out by Wrecker and Tech. And now he's on his own. And he go, he doesn't go down without a fight, though. He's like, I'm going to take you on myself. And he's got his robotic claw and then his cane that also doubles as a weapon. Not without much effort, like he does his, this twirl, and all of a sudden he... It must be a really thin catwalk, because all of a sudden he tips over the railing, and he's hanging on by his cane. And you see it for a moment that Benny has a little bit of compassion, a little bit of, like, he still has some feeling towards Mako. And he reaches out his hand, he's like, take my hand. But then you really see Mako's kind of evil intentions. He's like, you shouldn't have double-crossed me, kid. Which he's trying to pull Benny down with him into the magma pit. But eventually, Mako's hand slips, because I believe he's hanging on by his, still his cane, so his cane must have slipped. He ends up falling into the magma pit as well. So Mako's gone. It's just the kids, the Bad Batch, Omega, and Benny. And that cuts to Omega and Benny having a nice little conversation about what they're going to do now. What Omega asks Benny, hey, what are you, you going to be up to now? You know, you can go anywhere you want, do anything you want. It's a big galaxy out there. And Benny just tells her, well, we'll probably go back to mining the Ipsium because it's what we know. But if you need a thief, let me know. And I think that kind of, that was kind of nice because that opens the door to, let's say Omega gets her own show down the road or they're in a pickle and they need some kind of assistance in thievery, you know, for the, for the good, the good side of things. And then they call Benny, you know, see what he's been up to, how he's doing. Maybe they grow up together and eventually she's out of the Bad Batch now, but on her own thing. And then she gets in some kind of mission or situation and she needs Benny's help. You know, they're both grown up. They become a team. Could be a good duo for Star Wars future. I really enjoyed Tech and Omega's conversation. I feel like they've kind of, over the last couple episodes, they've really had good moments together and they've been really highlighting their relationship, especially since Echo left. Tech has kind of been that that link to Omega throughout these episodes. And they talk about how there's good and bad in the galaxy. There's lots of bad, but then Tech reminds her there's also lots of good, like them. So, and it's not just the Empire. But I do feel, with Tech's remarks, 
I do feel they're getting closer and closer to joining, possibly joining the rebellion, possibly teaming up with Rex and Echo, and maybe pulling in Crosshair. You know, we haven't seen where Crosshair's at now for a while. So I'm hoping we get to see where Crosshair's at next episode or episode 12 even. But the season's got six more episodes left and hopefully we get to see some some Crosshair action, especially with him being near or with the Bad Batch, kind of interacting with his with his brothers and Omega. It'll be it'll be an interesting next couple sets of episodes. So looking forward to it and hope you all enjoy. The Force is strong in us all.